Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to your next breakthrough with me, Steph Zakis. I'm a mindset wizard and breakthrough coach for creatives and artists crossing into broader mediums who all want to zig away from the masses to break through the noise and amplify their magic. I help you break through and ignite your next level of success by learning how to master your electric meatball. So welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to bring this one to you. It's a bit of an insight, maybe a little something different uh, as, you know, that's what I like to do. So as the year has been winding down, I've been doing a lot of reflection and looking forward, which I always do. Um, this is the time of year that I've just always naturally decided to set up my next year. You absolutely don't have to do it at the end of the year if you would rather have a summer to summer as your year, however you want to do it. But how I do it and how my body has always naturally been more productive, has wanted to hibernate, really does follow the seasons. And I've always been like that. <laughs> and now, especially living in Iceland, where in the winter months, we have very little sunlight. Like I'm talking eventually, kind of right now, um, the sun isn't up until 11:30 in the morning <laughs> so like it's quite dark and then it starts to set around like 3 30 as in 3 30 is totally dusk <laughs> so it's not like there's still sun uh really happening then so anyway i really in the darkness here just always feel more introspective and i have always really loved for my brain to have a clear cut, a clear start and a clear finish. It really helps me with reassessing what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Is it effective? Do I want to continue to do it this way? I've done this ever since I started my own business. I've always evaluated what I'm doing and how am I doing it? And does it make me happy? <laughs> do I want to keep doing it? So as this year has started to wind down, I have started to take a look through my planners. Uh, I know a lot of people say if you have ADHD that planners don't work, uh, but I don't subscribe to that. I think it depends on how you use a planner. Uh, I think if you try to follow a planner with the way that it's intended, and it's a very rigid way of looking at it. Maybe it won't work for you. Um, but I've always used uh, a planner for the past mm, five years or something. Um, I use full focus. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. I wasn't even expecting to talk about this today. But anyway, I always go through my planners. So they are quarterly planners, which is why I like them. Because for me, for me moving forward for my own evaluations, it's very helpful to have quarter views because I actually work in quarters. Uh, so I always have a uh, really big whiteboard next to me that is broken down into the quarters of the year, um, which I follow. So anyway, so what I tend to do in this time of the year is I will go through the previous year's planners along with this year's planners to see where am I at? Am I still attempting to do some of these 
goals or some of these actions or whatever it is that I was talking about a year ago? Have I still not done it? Why? Uh, because as you know, if you have ADHD as well, we're very much out of sight, out of mind. So anyway, I do this all the time at this time of the year. Um, as soon as November hits, I am full force, just like really, uh, my year is over in my head when November comes. It is just done. So I always like really just kind of reassess and I take these two months to really get introspective and evaluate what is going on, what I have done, what have I actually hit? Like, am I anywhere close to where I wanted to be? What happened that was really like exciting that I didn't even expect to happen this year when the year started? All of that fun stuff. So as this year has started to wind down, my planning for next year has been in full swing. And I'm gathering a lot of these insights from this year. And this is what has led me to think that next year I am going to make my lightest year yet. So this podcast is all about my lightest year yet, how I'm going to do it, my insights from this year, and how you can do it too. So this year and the year previously have felt like a whirlwind for me. I've learned a lot. I've experimented a whole lot, even more. And I have built a lot of things up and then I have torn it all down again. I have done this a lot with my, excuse me, with my systems uh, in the background. As somebody with ADHD, my systems that I have to support me are very robust. So I have a lot of systems within a project management. I use ClickUp and I, you can really make it very, very, very robust. And I also have very robust workflows for my CRM, which I use Dubsado. Uh, and then I also have my amazing assistant, Vicky. She's like a I don't know, an angel for me. Like she really came down and is a miracle for me for these uh, this past year. And so I have systems to also be able to work with her, give her what she needs, delegate and all this stuff. So I do quite often build things and I'll build them kind of too bulky sometimes and then things will shift and then sometimes I just burn it all down. And so I don't tend to do that a lot, but this year I've done it a lot. Uh, and it's mostly because I have been really shifting my focus. Now that I've gone through many years of heavy experimentation when it comes to having an online business, starting a coaching business, starting an education business with, you know, online products, um, which is very, very, very different than having a art service-based business such as photography. So I've done a whole lot in these past many years of experimenting, learning my marketing messaging, learning what I really want to do when it comes to how do I put my stamp into the world? Who is Steph? Who am I as a coach? What is my magic? Like all this stuff, which I actually do teach that when it comes to branding in my group program, High End Alchemy. Um, because branding, I just I just do it differently. And it comes from you. It comes from me. Um, and so that's kind of how I do it. So I've been experimenting a whole lot with this. Uh, so while I figure things out and realize 
what is for me, what isn't for me, all these things, I then totally <laughs> redecide like what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. So anyway, I have had a lot this year of me really honing in on, I have this really big idea for where I want to go as a coach that uh, I'm not talking about yet because it's still in the seed process. I'm still figuring out my way and making it happen. I'll talk about it in a little bit later, but I've had a lot of, let's just say breakthroughs and aha moments this year where my cycle of experimentation has completed and now it's time for me to implement. So this year has just been a whole lot of building things up and kind of tearing it down to do a different direction. So I've seen in the previous two years a theme with some of my clients as well. Over the years, their business has started to kind of like create clutter and dust in corners. So what I see a theme that has happened is that they start out minimalistic. And as the years go on, they add more software. They add a little bit here. They add this membership there. They add this new social app here. Then they add, you know, this new type of marketing there. Then they add this new thing to sell. And then they, you know, bulk up their packages to where they kind of don't make much sense from a pricing and client experience standpoint. They get clutter. Things start to collect dust. Things start to get spread really thin. The marketing gets a bit diluted because they're trying to be everywhere at once on all these new platforms that they're now trying to build up and, you know, get a following on and all the stuff. So things start to feel heavy and bulky and really heavy to sustain. So I'm no different. And I'm the type of person that I really love to try things because I know I do not work like the mainstream population. My brain is different. My interests are subculture and different and how I need to expend my energy and then recover is vastly different than the general public. So that means I can't market my business like most people. However, I need to try on everything before I know what I will like and what works for me and where my people are who are also not in the you know basic general public so i try out a lot of apps and softwares and i'm always always learning and researching because one of my life values is learning and teaching and it's kind of rather a compulsion at this point but it's an integral part of what brings me joy and it's also an integral part of how i learn so Seeing what is out there and learning about it and trying it and then adopting it or letting it go is really just like how I move through the world. So I end up with a lot of memberships, a lot of software, a lot of apps, trying new things to see if it really is a better mousetrap, as they say. So I like to see if these new like AI and automation softwares can make what I'm doing even easier or does it complicate things? Am I doubling up on things uh, that do the same thing? So I also am always trying to get better and better at my messaging for my people, calling in my people, connecting and bonding with my people, which becomes increasingly annoying because of how the landscape of online changes all the time. And I mean increasingly annoying for me, <laughs> not for, for my people. It could be annoying for you as well. Um, it's just 
constantly experimenting. And before you know it, you know, you're making a lot of content on platforms and areas that are actually no longer in your value hierarchy for what you want to be doing. It's outside of your parameters that you set for yourself. For instance, my marketing values is, or I should say are, <laughs> and have always been long living content, optimized, discoverable, works for me in the long term, fits my introverted and finite energy taps, and can move people naturally through their buyer's journey. And my business values have always been to be authentic to myself, to offer something different in the market that people want, to zig away from the masses and don't even try to fit in, and to give an excellent client experience which is why I inevitably transitioned my photography business into high-end experiences so I could book less clients and be able to give them the experience I wanted to offer that I knew they really wanted. That is something that I really wanted to do and I really wanted to offer them something that they just can't get anywhere else, which is a really fun way to have business for me. I just really love the experience part of it. So this is something that as a byproduct meant that my pricing also became high end for these high touch experiences that I offer. But all of this was because it really fits into my business values and knowing with my finite energy taps, I cannot run a business that is the book a whole lot at lower prices. That just does not work for me. So Anyway, when it comes to my marketing values, so this is why my photography business, I don't use social media and never really have. This will come into play later. <laughs> Just uh, stay with me for a second. So with my photography business, I don't use social. I never really have. A few years ago-ish, I did start a photography Instagram. I, You can see I like really haven't posted on it in eons. Um, I don't teach social media marketing. I've always used uh, where what I've coined, <laughs> I've coined it the most simple marketing system ever, uh, which I do teach in my program, High End Alchemy. By doing it this way, my marketing for my photography business has never relied on social media in the traditional way it's taught. And I've never prioritized it or really used it, if I'm honest. And it's never, ever been a focus of mine. My focus has always been on attracting my magic fit clients, giving them what they want, and then booking them with what they want and what they need. I blow most people's minds when I tell them that I book five-figure minimum clients who are really fucking amazing and perfect fits for me and for the experience that I offer and that I don't use social media uh, to market. I use it very little, if at all. Uh, and I put most of my energy into fulfilling their job versus putting most of my energy into a marketing. This is something that I see a lot where people put so much energy into marketing, into getting more clients, and they just think they need more, 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 when really they just need better clients, better fit clients, um, and to be better at sales, right? So if you're getting a ton of leads, but you still feel like you need more, 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 because you're not actually booking clients, and that's actually a sales problem, not a marketing problem. And also, you need to have your energy for 
client experience, for fulfilling the job. So I see a lot of people put a lot of energy into getting the client and less into the fulfilling of the client, which is just not where I like to spend my time. So that'll come into play here in a second. So this kind of brings me to why I decided to coin 2024 my lightest year yet. So I realized that through last year and this year with the coaching side of things, which is totally different than a photography business, I slowly but surely started placing most of my time and energy into areas that don't fit my own business values. And when I say business values, I don't mean like moral values. I mean, like, where are the parameters that I have set that I know that I thrive in and perform the best in? What is the big vision I see for myself? And am I actually doing things week over week to fulfill that? That's what I mean. And what I signed with my coaching clients, since I'd confidently say they are all also visionaries and change makers, but they also tend to have a vision and then find themselves weighed down doing tasks and marketing and selling in ways that are not congruent to their vision or energy or sometimes even interests. They get weighed down with all of the shoulds and needs and things that they pick up that other people are doing. And before you know it, they're not actually headed to their own goals and they aren't actually doing what they want to be doing in the long run. They forget their end game, the vision, the things that make them feel alive, which I found myself in this year. And it's sneaky. It creeps up on you sometimes. If you're not zooming yourself out to look at the bigger picture quite often, if you stay buried in what you're doing, it's really easy to get buried with the things that you do not want on top of you. So the past few years have been extremely bulky for me when it comes to marketing, expenses, offers, behind the scenes work, building out bulky systems, et cetera, et cetera, which I understand a lot of that is really because, like I said before, I really experiment with a lot of stuff before I kind of find my own little like magic uh, potion of everything, if you will. So this week, I spent the majority of the week releasing weight for my business and leaning out what I'm doing, which is why I casually said to my partner, I'm going to have the lightest year yet next year, which then like immediately clicked as soon as I texted that to him because we were having a little chat about this because he's also wanting to have his lightest year next year as well. So it clicked with me uh, as soon as I said that. And I was like, oh, I need to like share this because it just feels so good. And the thought of having a light year compared to a heavy and a sticky and like a even hard year just felt so sweet <laughs> and just like so relieving. So this year coming up, I've dubbed it the lightest year yet. So this is what I'm going to lean out in my lightest year yet. I am going to be focusing on things that provide measurable results versus just busy work. I found myself uh, doing a lot of busy work and just a lot of things that was, yes, I was clicking off tasks from a list, but were they actually the tasks that were giving me the measurable, measurable <laughs> hard to say, result that I wanted? Not necessarily. 
And some of this too is me just like snapping myself back with what I know. So like with you, are you doing things that are actually against what you know to be true, right? Like I know that really as a business person, the only things I should be doing should be completely measurable, right? And so I just found myself filling my time and a lot of the a lot of the year with things that maybe weren't the best idea. Uh, I'm also reimagining my work routine and my goals, my goals from last year to this year to where I want to go next year are so different. And even my goals for 2024 are so different than they were even two months ago. So this has been a big thing for me of really reimagining all of this, reimagining who who I am in the world with what I want to do, where I want to go, and how do I want to work and all of that. I've talked about it a little bit on this podcast. I've talked about it, I think, a little more in my 5-Minute Money private sales podcast, but I've completely changed how I have done my work schedule, and it is paying off dividends. I'm also restructuring how I'm offering my offers moving forward. I've also restructured my business model for coaching, not for photography. That is set. That is set in stone. It is perfect and I'm not really changing it. I am changing the ratio though next year. So in photography, I'm restructuring the amount of elopements that I take on and I'm adding in more adventure sessions. And I am really excited about that because for so quite a few years, I would say like three years now, I've declined all adventure session inquiries that I've gotten because I was just focusing on elopements um, because uh, I don't need to go into that, but that's what I was doing. And I decided to restructure that, take on more adventure sessions. And I am very excited about that. Maybe I can go into that later. Send me a message if that would be interesting for you. Um, but I, I do go into this uh, this process in high-end alchemy of how I'm able to replace adventure sessions uh, for some elopements and not actually take a big ding to my income. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm also meeting more people and using way more offline marketing, less social media than I am now. Um, again, like I said, I don't use it for photo, but I have been using some for coaching for the coaching side, uh, but that is changing. Um, I will talk about that in a second. I'm prioritizing getting out from behind the screen alone. Um, I'm joining a lot more in-person group events. Uh, I am guesting in other people's communities. I am speaking at summits. I already have podcasts and summits lined up for next year. I am reaching out for uh, being a speaker at events currently as well. And I just find so much more joy in that. Yes, even as an introvert, like I just really love that. And I love being able to meet so many different people at once. And for me, that feels from an internal perspective a lot more measurable uh, than just being behind the screen all the time. Uh, I realized also that I started to put way more energy into social media than I ever wanted to. And I started relying on it for coaching, which was never, ever a goal of mine, nor an interest of mine either. It just kind of happened. I internalized a lot of what I was seeing from others and ended up putting my time there. 
until I realized what I was doing. It was really just kind of like a, I snapped out of it moment. And I was like, wait, why am I spending my time like this? Like, this isn't how I enjoy spending my time. And it's also not what works for me. Like, why am I doing this? I was really frustrated, which is kind of what pulled me out of it. Like it kind of popped the bubble because I was frustrated. And I felt really angry uh, when I thought about marketing, which I usually don't feel like that. Like when I think of making this podcast, I never feel angry. I'm really excited always to make a podcast. And I'm always really excited to write something, right? And like excited to talk to people face to face, you know? And it's just, usually I don't feel that way when I think about marketing. So from a human design perspective, for the folks listening that do follow human design, uh, as a manifestor type, feeling angry is actually the first sign that what I'm doing is that I'm doing something that isn't aligned to me. So that's kind of when I popped out of the bubble because I was like, wait, I'm feeling frustration. I'm feeling a lot of anger. Why? And then I realized like, oh my gosh, I've kind of like, this really snuck up on me. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> so I remodeled my marketing strategy back to what I enjoy and back to what I know and back to what I know works for me. That is the most important thing. And I feel so much better. Like really, I just have been, I've literally been dancing around my apartment after I went through all of this and really worked out my lightest year ever and, or my lightest year yet. I just, I've been like dancing and having fun and smiling again. And I just feel so much better. So I actually just had this conversation with a client um, talking about how I went back to doing what works for me and what I like to do and what I know for a fact works for me. Um, so I had a conversation with one of my clients and we were talking about her reflections from this year and what she wants for next year. Because uh, this year was also quite an experimentation year for her. Uh, she changed in a lot of ways and she moved her business model and like a bunch of things. So it was quite an experimentation kind of year for her this year. And the automatic focus with so how this year went and what she wants to do for next year, the automatic focus went with her looking at what she needed to add into her marketing systems, uh, like new things. And I was like, you don't need to add anything new. Just do more of what already works. Uh, so took my own advice and, you know, I peeled back uh, what I was doing and just brought it back to what I know already works. I've leaned out the pressures I had on myself from many directions. This is the one that has had the most impact on me in the past week plus uh, since I discovered that I'm doing this and discovered how to peel things back um, and really leaning out these pressures that I had on myself and pinpointing where they were and what ones I just don't, I just don't want to accept and feel anymore. Um, some I leaned and some I actually totally just like threw it in the bin and will never think about again. And let me tell you, the amount of breath I took the moment I realized and released myself from these pressures that I had been holding up and supporting for the past like two years was actually life changing. I have felt so, so, so much better ever since. I feel myself coming back in areas that I have been suffocated due to these pressures. So that's really when I felt a million pounds lighter and dubbed it my lightest year yet. Really leaning out these pressures have been the biggest, biggest improvement.
So I went through my budget and I cut so many things that were not aligned to what I want to do and where I want to go. You know, those sneaky app subscriptions where you just like don't use it in your business. The things that you pay for that aren't actually part of your business model, the things you're paying for that you can even utilize better, like all of that. I went through all of that and leaned out and refocused where I needed. I refocused literally everything this past week. It started last week and this week I just tore everything down, if you want to call it that way. I guess not tore down, like the <laughs> the foundations are all still there. It's more I just like trimmed. It's kind of like if you're a tree, right? You know how seasonally you need to like trim all of the, you know, excess leaves and branches and the things that could weigh it down, all the the dead twigs that could potentially, you know, like kill the tree. That's basically what I did. I just like really just like trimmed it down and reshaped it. So I also planted the seeds for where I want to keep shaving things off and figuring out how to do it moving forward for 2024. I refocused my focus on my big visions back in my site. And friend, it feels so much more manageable, happier, lighter, and I feel way more agile from a business perspective and just a human perspective. So if you liked this idea and want to borrow it for yourself, please do. So I decided the moment that I started leaning out my year and feeling the actual weight just like lift off of me and how good it felt and how just really reflecting on all of this and refocusing was just like honestly life changing at this point that I wanted to help others with this. So I feel like this is something people don't do often enough. And if my predictions for how 2024 needs to change when it comes to the world of marketing, selling, and your service, which I'll make a separate episode on, uh, this will help clear any fog and steer your ship in the right direction. So I have two offers for you right now if you liked this concept. The first is I want to hold an hour workshop next week to help walk you through the steps that I walked myself through to figure out what I wanted to release from my shoulders, what bulk I wanted to cut down, and how and where to put my focus when it comes to my marketing, my business model, and ultimately the clients that I want to serve moving forward. That's free. Uh, it is just something that I just know felt so good. And I would just love to help you with that too. Now that we are closing out the year, I'll put that in the show notes on how to sign up for the workshop. It will be next week. Again, it's free. Um, if you sign up for it, I'll be giving you instructions on how to get the link to join. Uh, through an email. It will be live, so there will be a link. So go ahead and sign up for that if you want to check it out. I'm not sure if there will be a replay. I haven't sorted that out yet uh, because that's some tech in the background that I just haven't done. So maybe, maybe not. There will be a replay. I'm not sure. Or maybe I do it live again later. I'm not sure, but sign up for it. It will be live. It will be next week. I believe I have it slated for next Thursday. I'm real time gonna check my calendar with you here. Uh bit unconventional. Yes, I have it set for Thursday the 14th. Um, so you'll get all of the details. Uh, if you sign up, I'll put that in the show notes. And then the next one is something that I may or may not do. It depends on interest. 
So in this remodeling of my year into the lightest year yet and feeling how freeing and focused it's made me, I wanted to offer a way to support people in 2024 to keep them focused on their vision and on the grand transformation that they want to have into their next level. So I decided to add on a group business strategy and coaching offer on top of my Iceland retreat. So I was thinking about how 2023 has been really challenging for so many folks. I've seen it like a lot throughout this whole year in big industry groups and through talking with people one-on-one. And it seems like 2023, there's you know been this big shift uh, in the market, a big shift in a lot of things, especially post-pandemic. And a lot of people have been saying how this year was just really hard uh, and how people are feeling lonely and they just want a little bit more support, but they also feel really kind of stretched thin with their time. Like I've had a lot of conversations with people that have thought about jumping into one-on-one, but actually being stretched and not feeling like they had the time to commit to the one-on-one right now, um, especially as they are, you know, navigating some of these changes and changing their business and all these things. Um, so I've been saying it a whole lot uh, this whole year, and I've been seeing even more than people saying 2023 was hard and different and they're not quite sure what's going on. I've also seen even more people saying that they feel lonely and that they really want to find some new business friends, some new industry friends, that they're uh, quote unquote real life friends uh, that don't own businesses, just like don't get it when it comes to business talk and that they just feel really lonely. And I think part of that is still a post-pandemic symptom a little bit, um, but it it is lonely doing business. I've been doing this for a very long time, so I know that. So to help with keeping your focus on keeping 2024 focus, keep it feeling light and moving forward, plus meeting a group of other like-minded people, other people that are against the grain people, I thought why not offer from January to July a seven-month group coaching experience where it's all about 2024 business strategy, goals, and preparing for the transformation ahead in Iceland. So this year at the retreat, it was so magical and magnificent. And there was a point at the retreat, actually, that it was towards when it was ending. I was like, man, like, I really wish we would have had this energy and like this magic with the group, like for longer than just three days. So I thought for the seven months before the retreat in August, once a month, we could meet as a group and have a group session that is themed for that month to keep you moving strategically, to get the magic going, to make new friends, and to just kind of like really extend the magic of a group experience. We will have a group chat and you will really get to know the amazing souls that you'll be spending three magical days with in Iceland at the retreat. So then I thought, how can I even further support people in this and making 2024 just feel light and focused? So. I wanted to also give some more reassurance that 2024 will be better than 2023 with all of the feelings that I've seen people talking about 2023 as. And I thought I would also offer after the retreat um, and after the group part has ended a 30 minute one to one with me so we can take and make an action plan for what you discovered and the clarity that you gained at the retreat and come back and make an actual like plan of action, plan of attack 
for all of these changes and how you will actually implement it and step into the future you, which means you'll have more aligned ideas at the retreat. It's really a life-changing uh, experience. You can see reviews about it on my website uh, if you want, but there's it's really life-changing. Everybody says it's life-changing because you it's so perspective shifting. So your world kind of opens up when you're in Iceland with me. And so a lot of new ideas come into play. A lot of things that just like the theme of the lightest year yet, you'll realize potentially some dead weight that you want to shed as far as things in your personal life and business life, some things that you no longer want to accept, some things that you want to add, right? So like things change. So I thought why not have a 30 minute with me afterwards so we can actually like tangibly lay that out. So this will also have 50% off of my group program, High End Alchemy, if you decided you wanted to join that as well. And I decided to do this because the High End Alchemy program plus the this group coaching and retreat experience will actually work really well together. If you've been interested in high-end alchemy and you didn't want to choose one or the other, um, it'll work really well together if you are interested in transforming your brand into high-end experiences. That's where you see things going for you. Then all of this combined would work really well for you. So uh, the seven-month group and in-person experience. I did put a payment plan to it, which the retreat as of now didn't have. Um, so I have a longer payment plan, a seven-month payment plan now. It's only $4.45 for those seven months. So if you want to join and jump in or have any questions or just want to show your interest even, since I'm not going to do this if it doesn't uh, sell out, then it would be good to know your interest. Uh, again, there's only six spots. I'm keeping this intimate on purpose so we can really, really get that accountability and get the magic and no one feels ignored, not heard, all of that. Because I've been in group experiences, especially as introverts, where you don't really get to talk a lot and you're kind of overrun <laughs> by people. So I'm keeping this at six people for the whole thing, the seven months and the retreat on purpose. So anyway, if you want to jump in or you just want to talk about it or you just have a question, email me, steph at stephzakis.com, my name. Uh, you spell my last name, Z-A-K-A-S. Uh, we'll talk about it. If you want to join in on the free workshop, your lightest year yet next week, uh, the sign up will be in the show notes. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So I hope this inspired a breakthrough and maybe even if you needed a little bit of permission to scale back what you were doing to refocus on what matters to you. I hope you enjoyed this permission slip. <laughs> All right. I will see you in the next episode and hopefully see you in the workshop your lightest year yet next week and double hopefully. I hope I see you in the group seven months experience. All right. See you later.